For those of you who are wondering where those extra Sundays of ours have gone, they are on, they're at Patreon. If you subscribe to QF on Patreon in the link given in the description to the Black Kluge level or higher, you're going to get access to not only the Sunday episodes that are missing from our regular free Sunday lineup, but you'll also get four extra episodes per month on Patreon that are unavailable anywhere else. The uh, we were discussing uh, angles for new a new show and one sort of subject we didn't feel oh, I, I felt we haven't covered enough was the era of KC when he joined the show and the how how that affected the show and changed it in so many ways. Now, number one, there was definitely an upswing in and Stuttering John has mentioned this in his book, fake callers, like more phony callers eventually calling in. Like they're, they're, the callers were getting more extreme. I don't remember if the suicide jumper was the KC era, but it's no. been since outed. It's yeah, been was- since outed that that Harry Electric Eel, Harry Anton, whatever, he was responsible for calling in the Stern show as extreme callers, like a guy who, uh, you know, has sex with his stepdaughter, you know, Mm -hmm. is fucking his stepdaughter now. Um, Anyway, there's all kinds of different calls during this time. And the idea that they needed fake callers to make fake situations when there's so much fucked up about real life astounds me. I don't think they needed it. I think what happened was is when once they went on television, once they went on E, mm-hmm. they needed more of a performance than mm-hmm. else. radio. You could like you know like we always say theater of the mind. That's just what it is. But once they went on you know AB, um, uh, CBS E show and uh, and, and the E channel and stuff, mm-hmm. it just they they needed they they needed something. They needed something that are pulling that audience. Yeah. Well, I mean, this was also the era where they they uh, connected with the WWE, and you said Vince Russo was responsible for the uh, synergy, right? Uh, Russo was a uh, was a Stern fan, and he began bringing in he began to bring in during the Attitude Era, um, yep. Whack Packers. He would bring in uh, he would bring in Hank. Uh, he he wanted to bring in at one time um, uh, Beetlejuice, but I believe Beetlejuice was already committed to WCW at one point. It might but have been, he, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, he came in afterwards because that's when Russo went to WCW. But that also <laughs> opened the dialogue with WWF at the time with Howard because Howard, what he wasn't into wrestling, but he knew that his audience were were into was into it. Big and time. we spoke about it on uh, on my podcast where he said that he just knew how to bring them in. He wasn't mm-hmm. like a big fan, but he just knew the he knew enough to bring them in at the time. Yeah. And the key was there. I mean, if you the key interviews at the time. And by the way, he did some actually really good interviews with some of the wrestlers at the, that I recall. Like The Roddy Piper interview was one of the best, actually. Uh, Roddy was in good form. Uh, Bret Hart was in there. Booker T had that great interaction with Stuttering John. I love that one. They got uh, him, and, then, they, and they, they got, got him right, which is a big show. They got him right after he got into an altercation with a, a patron at a bar. They got him, I think, a night or two right after it. And yeah, they delved into that. Yeah, 
Yeah. And then I, I believe I, I can't I think he got a couple divas as well at the time. And James, of course, being the host of Turnbuckle Tabloid, our sister show, um, he would know the, the ins and outs of this. But again, those the, a lot of those interviews were, you know, at that time, it's absolutely true that so many wrestling fans were fans of the Stern show. And that doesn't bode well for unfortunately doesn't bode well for the intelligence level of the fans. Um, but again, and me, I was I was a, a wrestling fan at the time as well. But I, I I didn't really want to admit it. <laughs> so, we were the highest of the IQs in a room of numbskulls. So let's yeah, just... <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, pretty much. And so the the but the the KC era also dovetails into the fact that he's now single or separated from Allison before he actually gets divorced and then also gets divorced during that time, and he's on his quote mad tear, which everybody. At QF, most everybody, I think, goes with the narrative that there was no fucking mad tear. There was no – it was all just calculated to make him look like a, a straight coxman. But I think that's the time when he was diving deep into dick, whatever he wanted. But mostly, like, he started going gay, basically, even though he'll probably come out in the in the future as bi if he comes out at all, uh, which, again, we don't give a fuck about. But I think it shows in the show, and one of the clips is what we're going to play. Uh, as one of the few clips that we've chosen, which is when he, Casey, and Ra- like Howard, Ralph, and Casey start watching this trans porn in, uh, I think it's 99 or so. I, I looked up the the stuff on Mark Spriggan and I couldn't fi- pinpoint the exact date, but I know I did find – I stumbled across it while I was looking for something else. And I go, what? What? What the hell? This is for, They're doing this for research purposes. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, I, re- I remember around the same time too. It had to be around ninety nine, two thousand, because Jackie was still around. Yes, absolutely. So, so that's that narrows it down as well. So we're going to get into that, and uh, we're going to try to explore some of the some of the points uh, listed. Uh, sorry, the, some of the key points in these three clips. I said, I love that you bring me on the show. It's always exploring the, the possible gay aspect. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm, I'm I'm like the 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 gay whisperer for Howard. Like I pretty much know where my way around well, it. Well, I mean, it's it's uh, you know, there's a guy that was posting recently on YouTube saying like, and I had to block him because I got fed up with his fucking pontificating because he's insisting, guys, he's not gay, he's not gay, you're just whatever. Like, okay, whatever color the sky is in the world that you live in fine but <laughs> like you made your point, get on to something else. I'm fed up with it. So we're and we and we. Until he, we are proven wrong completely, uh, we I don't know when we'll stop going on about it. But if he does, we will. Like, if he does come out, we'll stop. We'll go on. To, we'll move on to other things. So let's continue. <laughs> you got your own personal fag. That's true. <laughs> now. But it took him years to get that. <laughs> Jackie's so into thinking about me being gay. Yeah, because he's gay, too. He's so gay. <laughs> he's so upset that he missed the party yesterday when you were watching that movie. The gay porn. Yeah, but who wants Jackie naked chasing KC around? Yeah, because Jackie would have stripped down. Sounds like the host wants that, first of all. And second of all, <laughs> didn't they weren't even 10 seconds out of the gate when they started projecting gay. Yeah. And Ralph. It's it's always it was always that way, but at this point, there's already been that caller call in, I think, and say he saw Ralph making out with a dude. Yeah, what, were you guys wearing? Wearing? Kizzy, come here. what were you guys wearing? <laughs> hey, come on! All I know is I looked over and uh, yesterday uh, Jackie was kissing Ralph. That what? Was yeah, that, that was real. You saw it, right? That was real strange. You what should, are you talking about? I'll give Ralph a little kiss. Don't ask me. Nobody kisses Ralph but me. Fuck you, choke man. <laughs> I, just, I just love hearing Fred in the back go. That was really strange. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying desperately. Maybe you have a better idea of where I could find this, but I'm looking for. And I know I've got it somewhere. I just can't find the right keywords on Mark's friggin'. I'm looking for that clip in which Howard talks about sharing a hotel room with with Fred, and Fred some at some point goes, "You know what? I always got a little vibe, but I picked up a slightly homo vibe from Howard." Yeah, I, 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 I'll, it'll come up. It'll come when I find it. I'll send it to you. <laughs> okay, at least yeah. If you can, if you can, if you can find the uh, the roots of that, I'd love to get that one and use it as a. They were ready to sleep in the in the in the hotel, and um, Howard immediately was going into his underwear to fall asleep, and Fred was like, "Yeah, no, I don't want to." Was comfortable doing that? Awful. I mean, what do you mean, like a kiss on the cheek? He was like making out with him, kissing his neck and stuff. Oh my! Yeah, and if you weren't around, he would have gone for the mouth. I know. <laughs> and would you let him, Ralph? <laughs> Yeah, you know, I mean, the greatest <laughs> I kissed Ralph on the cheek, and uh, Howard or somebody said, "Do that again." <gasps> I sort of kissed Ralph again on the cheek. 